Celebrating 10 years, and there's a lot of good things going on this year with Rage Against Addiction. So I am sitting here with Wendy, the executive director, the founder of Rage Against Addiction. And we have something big coming up this year. The Memory Walk, was it Memory Walk 5K? It's Memory Walk Recovery Run. It's Rage Against Addiction's Memory Walk Recovery Run 2024. Uh, This is our biggest fundraiser of the year. Uh, We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and our mission is to provide awareness and support to anyone that struggles from drug and or alcohol abuse. And this event brings together um, a a large variety of people, um, those who have lost loved ones to the disease of addiction, and also we celebrate those in recovery. So this 5K is um, a run, and we have a lot of runners who are running um, to support recovery. We have runners that run in memory of a, a loved one that is no longer with us, and then we have a really large group of family members that come out, bring photos of their loved ones and just celebrate them and just try to bring some awareness to the disease. Uh, This supports our programs. We have sober living houses in Bel Air, Maryland for women. And we also have some other programs that support uh, new moms in recovery. Uh, We support uh, kids by being a resource broker. And we've done some funding throughout the years to help people get into sober living. So this is this is a big deal for us. This is the the event that brings a lot of awareness to the community. It brings awareness to all that we're doing. And like Rich said, it's our 10th anniversary. So we we really want to let you know that we're here to stay. And the reason that we're doing what we're doing so well is because of all of the support in the community. And so we we, we welcome you to to join us. You can also join us virtually through the entire month of April. April uh, 1st through the 30th, we have a virtual event. And then the 13th is our actual in-person event at Cedar Lane Regional Park in Bel Air. You can register through our website, which is www.rageagainstaddiction.org. You can find all your info there. Uh, It'll take you to run sign up. You can create a team. You can do some um, independent fundraising with your family in memory of your loved one. And we also welcome sponsors. Sponsors get a place on our website. Your logos will go there. We give a shout out at the event. We're going to have some speakers from our alumni which is really what's near and dear to my heart. And again, it's, you know, it brings us all together and, and we hope that you can be there. Uh, now, and correct me if I'm wrong. The run is a 5k, but you can also walk it, which is what? One mile. We, we have um, a route that goes around Cedar lane uh, regional park. They have a, a path. And when you do the 5k, you, you do two laps. Our walkers okay. tend to do one. So it's like half, you know, it's probably like, okay. It's probably like a, a mile, a mile and a little. Yeah, I could do the walk. You don't have to be here to participate. And we encourage that because we know that no family is immune and addiction, unfortunately, isn't going away. And we have a new uh, up and coming generation that was plagued by COVID. And we're seeing the youth population really struggle. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure yep. that they continue to have the resources that they need. So, again, they go to rageagainstaddiction.org to sign up. Yes, under events. Or to become a sponsor as well. Oh, yes. Please, 
please, please, please sponsor. One of the things I wanted to do during this pandemic is get a hold of people in the area or basically people anywhere and find out what they're doing to cope with this, Uh, especially if they're a business owner. If they're a business owner, I want to know how they are getting along and if there's anything that I can do to help. Well, in this episode of Hartford County Living with Rich Bennett, I had the pleasure of talking to a young lady who, believe it or not, runs three businesses. Each one is being affected differently. I think you'll understand why once I talk to her, but she's also got some great tips for those of you that are working from home for the first time. Stay tuned. If you like great music and programs, then I suggest you listen to our sponsor, WHFC 91.1 FM. The great thing is you can listen to them online as well. Just go to WHFC911.org. So for my friends over in England, Italy, and Seattle and everywhere else, go online, listen to them. It's good college radio and local. Now, the thing is, though, with college radio, they need your help. And they can stay on the air and bring you the great programs and music with their nations from you. So again, go to WHFC911.org, listen to them online, and make a donation. Welcome to Harford County Living with Rich Bennett. My name is Adam Schellenbarger from Joppatown, the preacher of Joppatown Christian Church and sometimes co-host of this podcast. Each week you'll hear roundtable discussions and interviews with people that have ties to Harford County, Maryland and learn something new that will leave you wanting more. Now here's your host, professional DJ, entrepreneur, podcaster, and all-around nice guy and kind of old guy, Rich Bennett. How you doing, Heidi? I'm doing well, thank you. Now let's talk about your the first business, which is uh, was it learning? It's leading lights. Leading um, lights. Okay. Now, how is this affecting you? Because you help out with education, right? I do. I help um, students and families navigate higher education. So I really work with students from eighth grade on, making sure they're taking the right classes and doing the right things, but. The, the bulk of what I do is work with juniors and seniors picking out of college, applying for college, doing financial aid and scholarships, and, and through that whole process. And it's been a really uncertain time for education in general um, yeah. since this came up. So that's it's been challenging. I was going to say, because with that, I mean, I'm sure kids are still looking for scholarships, though, right? They are. And so, you know, really I've got kind of two different pockets of, of students and families I'm working with right now. The group that's kind of breaking my heart are the seniors because I fully believe they will not be going back to school for the rest of the yeah. year. And, you know, they're going to miss their senior proms and all those senior things. And, and possibly graduation. Her, yeah, exactly. One of my clients changing her prom dress the other day, and I'm just thinking, oh, oh sweetie, you're probably not going to have that. Um, but since they're already accepted at colleges, they're in the process of deciding and they're going through the fellowship process. So, you know, a lot of them were going to do that last visit to the school to make their final decision, mm-hmm. going there for scholarship interviews and all of that. And now they're having to do that all virtually. So I've been helping them, and they're doing okay with that and trying to keep them motivated to apply for the scholarships. And, right. and they're okay. 
and then then my younger students, my mainly my sophomores and juniors, I'm really trying to help them spend the time looking at colleges and doing virtual tours and they had all planned to go there during spring break and see schools and so we're we're, we're trying to you know trying to find appropriate activities for them um because it can be very beneficial. This is like perfect timing for them to have the time. It's just trying to get them motivated to do it and trying to help families understand in this really, they're so uncertain about what's coming. They're not really even thinking towards college for their kids. So they're trying to think about if they have toilet paper and meat. And it's really hard to kind of get in their heads and say, no, you still need to be planning. The world is going to go on. We have to be ready when we come out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're still keeping busy in a way though. I am. I have right now. I have about seventeen clients I'm working with. They're not all in Maryland, but almost all of them are Hartford County. Actually, right. almost all of them are at Patterson Mill High School. I mean, I have a really big cluster right there. Um, so I am keeping busy with them. Um, usually, I try to replace my seniors, and so I'm trying to find new clients to replace my graduating seniors, and and that's really stalled um, because again, people just aren't thinking about yeah. that right now. And so, you know, that's that's kind of my struggle right now is to kind of keep in front of people, keep people, you know, top of mind that you need to still be planning forward. Well, how how can we, especially with me, you know, with Hartford County Living, how can I help you out to let people know that, you know, you're, you're still out there doing this and they can contact you? Absolutely. I'm, and I'm so appreciative. And I'm, I'm just so appreciative that you reached out. I mean, the main thing, I think still people don't even know I exist and my services exist because back in the day when we all went to school, we went to our guidance counselor and they helped us and and all of that. And now guidance counselors hardly have time to help because they're dealing kind of with, you know, bullying and a lot of things that weren't really kind of front of mind when we went to school. And like the national average um, is three minutes that a high school guidance counselor has to help a kid plan for college. And so what? that's why I stepped, I know, is that crazy? Wow. That's why I stepped into this space. And now that students don't even have that since the schools are closed, I, it's, you know, I'm right here. And, and my first, here's my first hour is free. So I'm happy to talk to families and kind of let them know what I do to let them know, even if it's a, you know, a good fit for them, or at least to get them started. I want kids to keep going to college. We need to, we need everyone to be moving forward. So just kind of getting the word out that I even exist, and you know, they can call me, they can email me, they can hit me on Facebook any way they want. Like I have clients they can talk to who are probably their neighbors to right. find out what I do. So just getting the word out would be awesome. Well, we originally connected because you were trying to get a hold of somebody from Jarrettsville Lions Club. Have you actually been out to talk to any other clubs or anything? Um, usually what I do is I reach out about the um, clubs. I usually reach out to contacts that I make and talk to them and have them send me their scholarships. Um, I do presentations with various professionals in the neighborhood. I do a couple of different um, financial planners, and we talk right. about planning to pay for college and um, but I, I would welcome to speak to any group, and I can do it by Skype if that's the I, I was, That was going to be my next question. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, actually, that's how I'm dealing with most of my clients now is by, um, you know, by, by virtual, by talking to them through Skype. Um, I'm such a people person, so it's kind of killing me not to eat face Oh, to face I'm the same people. way. 
I am the same way. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, I'm happy to talk to anyone. Well, because my thought, too, because I'm sure you want to get a hold of the kids. Yeah, but you get through the kids through the parents and the grandparents. Right. Because I know with, um, of course, scouts, I don't even know if they're meeting anymore. But your your Lions Club have the Leo's Club. Mm-hmm. And the Leos are anywhere from 12 to 18, Perfect. which I would think is who you, those are the ones you want to talk to. Now, I do know Bel oh, Air has a new Leo club. I think they're called the Volunteer Club. I don't okay. know if they're doing virtual meetings or not, but I do know that my club is, the oh. Art My Leo Club. So I will okay. actually contact both of them to find out if... If they're doing well, I know ours is, but I'll contact Bel Air because I know they got a ton of kids, and um, see yeah, if they're doing virtual awesome. meetings because whatever I like, I said whatever I can do to help out. So, um, and we're going to. And, and I'm not, I'm not a hard sell, so I mean I don't sit there and be like, you know, hire me. So what I like to do is just give a presentation, like I do a one-hour right. presentation on how to pick the right college, yeah, and what they can do doing now at home to do that. Right. Yeah. So, you, they got all yeah. that downtime. Now's the time to do it. <laughs> exactly. And I'm sure the parents are at home with them. And this way, if they're keeping busy doing this stuff, the parents aren't wringing their necks. So. <laughs> exactly. It's a win-win situation. <laughs> now, what's, okay, the other business, because you do band management, right? Or booking bands. I do. I do. I book bands for um, different venues and um, I manage bands. And that, I mean, that, that world is, is sadly you know, not happening at all because no one can gather. So a lot of my bands are trying to get, you know, keep busy by posting stuff on Facebook and, you know, trying to stay at top of mind of, you know, people. But it's just really hard because for some of them, that's their full income. And it's not a traditional job where you get laid off and you can file unemployment. It's just a little tricky. I was going to say, how many of those bands are actually doing, because you see a lot of the country stars and everybody else doing like concerts online. Mm-hmm. How many of the bands that you take care of are doing that? Oh, most of them. And, okay. And, well, any, well, let's just say the acoustic bands. Any of the bigger bands, they're they're not able to gather. So, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's mainly my my single acoustic, single and duo groups um, that are are doing that. But they're posting a lot of stuff out there for free. Yeah. And I even talked to one of them. And we were trying to see if we could get into like on the you know, kind of the public access TV or whatever it's called mm-hmm. like in a nursing home to do a sing-along hour or something just to keep people busy. Yeah. I was going to so. say, well, how far in advance do do the nightclubs and everything book out? Oh, I, a year out. So, you know, I mean, I, I've had I've bookings, you know, months from now, festivals and all of that, okay. and they're already canceling. You know, wow. now the good news is, you know, once everything opens back up, there's going to be a mad rush and people are going to be super busy. But for now, you know, a lot of people use this income either as their main income or, you know, supplemental income to help pay tuition or whatever it is. So right. it's, it's really a rough time in the music world. Oof, man. That, yeah. that That's, well, you know what? Soon, hopefully soon, this will all blow over and we'll just have a big giant festival party and all the bands can come okay and i want to plan it so pick me yeah. okay well of course <laughs> <laughs> and now the third business that you do is what restoration it's recent restoration um actually my boyfriend and i take kind of old 
sad furniture or, or old farm equipment or whatever it is and repurpose it. Um, he's an artist. I'm an archaeologist, so I can kind of learn the history of it and, and some of that. You know, he's got the eye and the skills with woodworking and all of that. And we restore it into something new that people can use. Um, that right now, since no one's, you know, we sell online a lot. We post I was going to ask website. you that. That's good. Yeah, okay. so we can put it on our front door so people can come pick it up and, you know, just then more of the money or something like that. And so, you know, we're, we're going to be spending a lot of our time, you know, in, in the basement, you know, working on furniture right now. So right. But that's good. So we're hoping that'll keep us sane and maybe make a little <laughs> bit of money. But the other thing is people are just scared to spend money right now because they just don't know what's going on. Yeah. So this is like an extra. This is like they don't need so yeah we're starting to see that tighten up a lot too and wait a minute you say your boyfriend's an artist he's actually he's he's, he's in marketing he, he owns a marketing company okay. um but he's, he's he's a graphic artist but he's just an artist so he's just he's also a musician he's in one of the bands that i work with so, okay because one of the yeah. <laughs> one of the problems you i mean on the website i always feature an artist of the week and i'm having a hard time finding local artists I can help you with that. Okay. Oh, great. (laughs) And and to me, an artist is also an author, a musician. Yep. And it sounds like you're keeping busy, which is good. But do you have any tips for anybody out there that may be struggling and I, I, or or better yet, even scared? Because I know a lot of business owners are scared. It's it's a really scary time because you know I talk to a lot of people. And I'm in a lot of networking groups, and we're all staying connected. And, and, and people are just scared because they really don't know what the future brings. And my best recommendation is, is try to figure out how you can help people now right. to prepare for the future. What can you do? Services can you offer now? It's kind of like, you know, General Motors switching over to doing ventilators. Mm-hmm. What can your business do now to kind of stay top of mind, even if it's just informational things that you can put out on the web or, or something like that. So when this people are going to be like, you know, I remember somebody talking about this and I'm going to contact them and have them, you know, design my website or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, just kind of stay busy. It's really, I'm, I'm a huge extrovert. It's, it's kind of killing me to be <laughs> in the house, but I'm trying to keep really busy, but forward looking busy, not just, I do watch Netflix, yeah. but I'm not spending my day watching Netflix. I'm I'm still working. I'm still getting up and showering and getting dressed and, and doing all of that stuff to try to keep myself in a pattern and in a rhythm. I, I find that it's been really helpful. I mean, I'm we're only on a couple of days in, but I'm I'm already feeling the, the walls creeping in. So you know what, that helps me. You just said something because you're like me. You work from home, right? Mm-hmm. But do you have a routine? I mean, the same routine, do. do you get up a certain time every day and all that? I do. I do. Um, I have to. And right. so, you know, and I, I, and if anybody sees me on Facebook, they know I've got this crazy dog who takes a lot of my time. So, <laughs> um, you know, that's, that's kind of my break is I'll take Mayhem for a walk or, or, you know, I'll play with him a little bit. But, yeah, I get up, you know, I shower, I have my coffee, eat breakfast. You know, I work for a while, then I work out, then I work for a while, and then, you know, make dinner. And, like, I really have to kind of pretend it's a job. And, and I was right. in, you know, the, the work world for a very long time. And, and I find routines are important. And then if I take a day off, it's, like, super special. Yeah. You know, it's, like, 
it's vacation day. I'm going to take Friday off and go hiking. And then it feels like a big deal. And it's good. Yeah. And and the the reason I asked you that is because, you know, now a lot of these businesses, the people are working from home and they're, they've Mm -hmm. never done that. And I see a lot of them, you know, I, I talk to some of them and they're getting anxiety either you know of course first they're like oh great i get to work from whom but since you and i do it and others that i've talked to that do it all the time you have to set that routine you do and and i set goals you know at the end of every day i write what i'm going to get done the next day and then i reevaluate that and and even if it's like really small goals for me checking something off a list is, Mm -hmm. is really important and a lot of the things i do don't have like a an end date. I don't finish a report and turn it in. So I have to set benchmarks to keep me motivated and to keep me feel like I'm actually doing something and kind of not to get depressed yeah. at all. Yeah, I'm the same way. Otherwise, my boss will fire me. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my boss is a tough one. Ooh. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> my, my boss, that drill sergeant comes out and, him and I'm like, uh-oh, nope. <laughs> and then everybody looks at me kind of weird because I'm talking to myself and arguing with myself. Uh. But... <laughs> I know, and then my dog looks at me like, he's going to buy me food. Tilts the oh, head and everything. Terrible. I know. <laughs> terrible. God. Well, Heidi, thank you so much. And again, anything I can do to help you out, send it my way. Same with the artist. And actually, any post that you do on your page, just uh-huh. just tag Harford County Living In, and what I'll do is share that out as well. The more exposure, uh, the better. Oh, I, I, I thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Great talking to you, and everyone stay safe and stay home. You too. Thanks, Heidi. All right. Bye-bye. I want to thank Heidi for calling in and being part of that episode. Now, her three businesses, because it's the one thing that I forgot to ask, but that's the one good thing about doing this. I can always edit it and put it at the end. Leading Lights Consulting. That is the one where she helps students and families navigate college selection, admissions, you know, financial aid and scholarships. The other one, and I'm going to give you the number, so don't worry about it. The other one is Third Set Music Management. Third Set Music Management, of course, that's managing artists, bookings, promotions, a little bit of everything when it comes to music. And the fourth one is Freestone Restoration. Um, They've been, well, you heard her talk about, but they've been taking items and giving them a new look. So those are the three businesses, and you can contact her at 443-931-0720. Again, that's 443-931-0720. If you have an idea or something or someone you would like to hear on the podcast, let me know by sending an email to podcast at com. Again, that's podcast at com. Also, if you can, please leave a review so I can determine what guests to get on and what subjects to discuss. So whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, whatever you can leave a review on, Podchaser, even on my website, please do so. And another thing, very big, please support the show. I'm a small business owner myself, and you know, a lot of businesses right now aren't really advertising. So if you go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Harco Living, that's H-A-R-C-O-L-I-V-I-N-G. Again, that's 
buymeacoffee.com, Harco Living. You can go ahead and, you know, make a donation, become a member, just support. You can either do it monthly or about a year, just one time. So, again, I appreciate it. And thank you very much. And everybody, please stay safe out there, stay healthy. And I'll talk to you again next week.